Sarado, on the first day, mm. I noticed there is a lot of uh, sad thoughts, sad, sad, oh. worrying thoughts a lot mm. the whole day. I noticed, but every time I notice there is this thought, it still wants to continue. One thought, then I become sad. Next thought come up again, and it keeps continuing. So, so I kept on. Your, what are you aware of? I am aware of the only the thought, the thought, feeling? sensation, feelings feeling, also, yes. feelings also, feeling, and uh, yes. sensation. But it continues. Mm. On the second day, uh, when the thought comes, it just can stop. You know, it's like, you know, I, I can, I can so-called uh, control it as in not necessary to think, but it, and it stopped. So my question is, uh, though, in both ways of actually looking at it, I think this is not the right way for a for yogi. <laughs> what? Uh, not skillful. Because on the first day, uh, it is like I have no control. It, it, keeps, it keeps on going. It's really persistent. Hey, and the next day, it's like control. <laughs> You're not supposed to be controlling the result of what you see. So it's not whether it stays or whether it disappears, right? Yeah. All you want to do is know, Siado said, right? The, the objective is to know with the right view and the right attitude. And the right view is to know that this is the mind, this is nature. And, and, and with that view, you continue to know what is happening as it is. That is, that is fine, right? So it doesn't matter whether what you know continues or whether what you know stops. Because what's important is that you know, right? Are you trying to stop it? I was uncomfortable with it. I did not see whether there was a control, but uh, it was very uncomfortable because it, was, it went on through the whole day until <laughs> evening. Then I realized there's never uh, happy thought. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, never happy thought. Every day, every m- minute. No, no, no. ดิตะเนโกมะชั้นมะตาเลยซินซาเนเดอะสวะตะนี่ทามะเฮ้ยดิตะนี่ทามิดาอ๋อฮอบิดิไอ้ดิตะนี่ทามิดาหมดเรีย
So oh. it has to have the mind has to be calm. Has to be calm. Yeah, that that's a thought that came to me, you know. ตัวเปียวเรียนยิงลาเรียนยิงตึ๋นเนี่ยหมู่ปูญยิงลาเรียนปูญยิงลาเรอะอารมณ์ชั่วละตัดตาเรอะไอ้เราตัวเสกะย
เออเสียสิจีเนี่ยแหละแต่แม่จ๋าล่ะรอสิกาไส้หมวนซ่าတော့เออတော့ตูท่าจินล่ะบ่ทันจินเนาะไอ้มาจ๋าတော့ตูอ
you get lost in the thought. You get sucked into it. So then you, this is your exercise, right? Know that, go to the feeling, know that, go to the feeling, know that, go to the feeling. If you keep knowing the thinking, you will get lost in thinking. But if you ground yourself with feeling, you won't get lost. Right? Whether it's anapana or your feeling is the same, it's grounding. Yeah? But Sierra prefers to know feeling because it's associated with the thoughts. So you can see the connection. In this case, I actually did anapanasati. But... Uh, it still go in because very strong. You cannot do what you cannot control and have things the way you want. Yeah. Sarah says it's this is this habit that we the mind has of wanting to fix things, of wanting to think that there is that we must fix the way we meditate. To just continue to meditate, just Continue watching it. Watching and learning. <laughs> Persevere, yeah. <laughs> he says, but we will make mistakes. It's okay. Okay, Sierra says, all these different experiences teach us and we will learn from them. Yeah. There are many times uh, when I sit. Uh, in the past, I will be very sleepy and I will doze off. This time, uh, it didn't sleep. It didn't doze off. But uh, it seems to be aware. Uh, it noticed the sensation, the feelings, and the thoughts that are running. And uh, I thought I was aware. Until suddenly you there is a... Sh- you know. uh, at that time, I know that I was aware. I know at that time, uh, but after that, immediately something shifts, like oh, okay. I'm awake. Oh. Then I know that that was not awake. awareness. Yeah. But I don't understand why this happened. I'm um, not strong enough. Awareness not strong enough yet. So how can I observe? Awareness are continuously to talk about what? It's because at first the, the awareness is there, but you know, the, the virya sort of tails off, the awareness starts to drop off, but you don't notice that. You don't notice that the awareness is fading away. So, Saida, so how can I then maintain that awareness to the. If you know the knowing mind, then you will notice when things change. Now you're not knowing the knowing mind continuously. That's why you lost. You don't know. Then wake up, you notice. Lost bit one. <laughs> so continue to know first. Build up your strength, awareness. Continue. Huh? When the awareness continues, awareness becomes stronger and stronger, then you can see the awareness and recognize the awareness. Right? Okay. That's, there's a two way to be aware, right? One is, don't, uh, not let not the object disappear. Yeah. So you follow, follow the, all the time, follow the object. This is a one kind of One way of being aware awareness. is to not let the object disappear. Oh. But a little bit tired, you, you need to use the energy. And another way is, if you notice your awareness, don't let awareness go. Don't let the awareness disappear. Sayadaw, if the object is thoughts, if I don't let the thoughts disappear, then I'll be in the thoughts already. 
Say that this means if the, 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 the person who tries to follow the awareness object all the time. Sierra is not giving an instruction. He's not saying don't let the object disappear. He's saying there are two ways to be aware. One way is to not let the object. So we are always keeping an eye on an object. So we don't want to, be, to run out of yeah, objects. Keeping an eye the object yeah? or keeping an eye on the awareness. Two ways. But if you can know the awareness, then you can do the second way. If you cannot know the awareness, we start to follow it. Keep yeah, keep an eye sounds better than follow. Um, but there is a very uh, thin line between knowing the awareness and not knowing the awareness. How, how can I define when I know the awareness? Oh, if you know, very obvious. If I know, compared to just I know, say but not. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, um, sorry. <laughs> If it is just knowing, is that awareness? Just you can recognize awareness is present. Very sure. Is that awareness? That means I, I can what? know any time. Which one? Uh, if just knowing which object? Just knowing, or? yeah, objects. Uh, but you can see whatever that is happening. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. If you're a beginner, very beginner is a little bit not strong enough. But you are long time practice, you already understand. If you notice you're just knowing, it's already the awareness is already there. Yeah. Because you have a lot of understanding before, right? So if you know knowing, just knowing means awareness there or understanding already there, right? View also there, right? Yeah. Sorry, one more question, Sayadaw. When we first took the precepts on the first day, uh, I don't have much understanding about precepts. So one of the precepts is uh, not enjoying yourself to music, blah blah, that precept. Uh. But then uh, there were thoughts of music running in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> so does that mean that I break the precept? And what is the implication of not complying with the precepts? The precepts are for physical actions, not for mental. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you can be aware of what's happening. You need to try to be aware of your thinking, right? But some people, they have, I saw many yogis, they like very much music. How any feeling they arrive, one yogi, I remember, he's, when any feeling comes, he's a music comes. <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> because she likes too much music. So how do you set feeling and set music come? Happy, happy feeling come, happy music come. <laughs> but this, you cannot stop, right? Yeah. But you can aware. Don't try to intentionally, yeah. try to continue thinking is uh, this desire coming. Yeah, it just automatically come, comes up. But then after it comes up, there is a guilt. Oh, no, no, no need. Uh, arising is in the mind, mental activity, arising, there's no, we no out. No count. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thank you, Sayana. First day when uh, the, all the sound from outside, 
playing, I have memory arising, and then there were thoughts arising, and then um, when there were thoughts arising, then I noticed, uh, I, I was aware of the thought, but I noticed that there's actually intention to think about the thought, actually. Then eventually, um, when the you mind... You know the intention to think, right? Yeah. Good. The, uh, yeah. the Okay, good. Then eventually, when the mind quiets down, uh, I, I could see when people pass by, thought rising. People pass by, thought rising. Mm. Then um, it was quite clear, and then that um, means you see something, thought, thought coming. Yeah, yeah. thought rising. Uh, then um, the, the mind sort of said that it, it's sort of not beneficial. Do you notice what Seattle pointed out? You said people passing by, thought arising. What he wants you to see is that seeing happens, thought arising. Seeing happens, that's awareness. People passing by is not, not awareness. Seeing, seeing is see happening, that's that why thought, thought arising. That is awareness. Okay. Yeah, seeing and then thought arising. Right, right. Seeing and then thought arising. So then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goes very fast. Uh, and, and then the mind sort of say. Um, the the thoughts not, not that beneficial. beneficial. Yeah, mm. it's not that beneficial. Okay, should be. And, right. and then um, d- during uh, during meal time, I I noticed there's a lot of all these uh, want to top up coffee. A, a lot of all these thoughts want to have extra. I uh, want to have bread. Then the, the the next man say no 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 enough. So there's a lot of all these extra. <laughs> Worry. Greed, like I mean, like, like ex- extra thoughts coming up. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. So, extra dukkha, huh? Extra dukkha. <laughs> it's extra dukkha. Yeah, I, I, I can. You have a dukkha, but this is. Also I can extra. see a lot of temptation here. That a lot of thoughts arising. Uh, uh, then the evening meal. Um, because it's the evening last meal. There's also another thought. Uh, Topping up something like that. Then another mind say uh, the dharma is the food, so that, dharma that stop is it. Food. <laughs> yeah, I mean like you know that yes. uh, dharma is food, so oh, right. that sort of like food stop or, it. Food for the thought, right? Uh, yeah, food for yeah, the thought, yeah. 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 So that that sort of like then eventually I notice uh, whatever thoughts that you not necessary because uh, towards the end of the night there wasn't any hunger anymore. Oh. So it's like the plot thoughts are playing around. She's now improve a lot. Really improve a lot. Um, so fast time is better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I yesterday's uh, Sido was talking about Sido uh, was talking about uh, thought being a process, cause and effect. Mm. Uh, after I hear it. Um, a lot of emotion arises. Mm. This nature being nature, a lot of emotions arises. And in, in my mind, it's like echoing emptiness. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that time, there's, I noticed there, there's a lot of emotion arising. Essentially. Bow, eh? Bow, bow, emotion, be So. Anyhow, to. Okay.
The, so the, the, there were a lot of thoughts arising. Like yesterday, I um, because be, before the retreat, I, I I was actually quite interested in nature. What is the mind? All these thoughts, mm. all these thoughts keep arising. What what is the mind? What is nature? And then when I started to talk about um, being nature, being cause and effect, so it is in my mind like echoing emptiness. Yeah. It's like I. Who say ka aichi ma? Anyhow. Emptiness to of your era jump to emptiness my emptiness I cause and felt your actually emptiness the Dalai Lama said this it's in a book <laughs> he said emptiness is actually the law of cause and effect it doesn't mean it's nothing what is emptiness yeah? self emptiness it's empty of personality it's empty of a person but it's because it's a process it's just a process a right. cause and effect yeah so, so, so each time when there's there's emotion, do I aware of the emotion? Yeah, try, try. Or do I aware just aware uh, aware of the emotion? Emotion, my chi, my bo. Must, yes, must yes. pay attention to emotion. Must know emotion. emotion. Otherwise, you get lost in emotion. Yeah. I, I, today I was um, aware of the emotion. Yeah. I mean, compared to like previously, I was aware, but it wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Good, good. Now. And yesterday night, uh, I actually asked myself, uh, how do I recognize my awareness? I, I mean, uh, because that that had never crossed my mind. So I, I have this thought that I asked myself. Then the thought arising that, oh, it is. Is doing certain action that is quite obvious to me when the mindfulness is getting stronger, when the movement is actually breaking up much more. When. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, when the movement breaks up much more and sometimes. I mean, the, the mind just say that uh, when I know where I'm chewing and things like that, that that's where mindfulness are. Uh, that's where mindfulness is. I mean, because I, I, I don't know how to recognize, but the mind just say that. Yes. That's enough. So long as you know, there's no need to be able to explain so, it. Yeah? You're, you're practicing steadily and it's improving steadily. That's enough. Uh, I, um, in the, uh, th- there was this time that I, I, I read this thing in a bo- uh, book, external and internal. Uh, when I came into the sala, somebody sat on my seat. So uh, I noticed there's a dislike. And then when it's mealtime, this lady sit next to me. So... Uh, I no- I notice there's a lot of distraction. Like <laughs> the mind is looking outside. The I mean that the, there's a tackle wall between outside and inside, and because I, I notice the mind want to see to look. So which means that do I just focus on myself and not worry about the world outside, yes. despite what happens outside. Yeah, because 
Yeah, because I, I notice when I look outside, my mindfulness is not that continuous. It's, it's not like, not continuous. I, Actually, it's neither inside or outside. You are seeing what the mind is doing. That's enough. You see the mind wants to look. That's the mind. Yeah, it's neither inside nor outside. It's just the mind is doing the mind's activity. You are knowing that. So that's okay. Yeah, okay, okay. So... I just go with the flow, I guess. Yes. Just watching the mind, interested, and then coming back. Oh, okay. So not not like wanting to focus on myself because that's very much control, isn't it? Okay. Yes, yes. My attention is to the Attention is to the Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. You are knowing the activity of the mind. Yes. Ah, okay, okay. Because I, I noticed... This mind wants to like attention, this, attention. This here because then. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Just like watching when the mind is going. More natural, yeah. More natural, okay, okay, okay. Thank you. So, can you explain about the process of uh, when insight? can carry through to real changes. Sometimes when I think I understand a bit, then the changes happen in real life. The behavior change for a little bit, but then very easy that the habit pattern of the old times suck in again, they get angry, get worried, get fearful, all this. Mm. So how does, um, how does insight then carry through to real changes? I have to understand more. Mm. Because practice not enough, insight not enough. Skillful not enough. Not skillful yet. So then, Sado, there's a situation here too. There was a situation where I had a lot of fear. Fear of being alone, fear of being in the dark, fear of uh, being caught out in the rain. So a lot of fear. And I saw the fear, how the thoughts were just spinning, and then the fear reaction in the body. So I was checking how uncomfortable it was. What? And then I also brought in the thought, um, kind of like the, how, how am I feeling? But also who will I be without those thoughts? So for a while they went off. What did you say to the Dittami? The Dittami, I was like, 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 and then, so when I checked, who will I be without the thought? It all felt calm and I was aware of that and that. But when the trigger happened, that all of a sudden, yes, I was alone and the lady was going to go. And so when the situation struck again, and then push ball, all those fear reaction came back. Was it here? Uh, yeah, the, oh, so I was the last person in the sala. I was training. So what I want to ask, I thought it was, I understood somewhat. It was calm and okay with it. And the, the trigger happened and it all happened and I just had to observe. So every day, be the last person in the hall and watch. 
So I, I, I kind of. I, I did the second day. Oh no! It was uh, everyone also left. This time I checked the reaction. That was also coming up, but then I was able to watch it a bit more, <sighs> the, a bit more calm and switch off the lights and all those. But still, it was calm. <laughs> Once there is no longer any fear, you will know that you, you pass the exam. You, you, yeah, you have improved. <laughs> Every day you need to learn something. Yeah. So it's the same with um, real life. I have a lot of worries and fears. So same. sometimes the same, yeah. the same learning like this. Every day you learn from your anxiety. Hmm. Hmm. So Seattle says that the thing is that, you know, we watch fear so that, or, or any other emotions, um, so that they will, um, when we're not thinking about the thoughts that cause the fear, and the, the fear subsides, Seattle says, or the emotions subside, we come to a point where there is no longer that emotion. He said that is like the gateway, the point where an insight might arise. Yeah? But at that time, um, insight may or may not arise. Yeah? But we're waiting. That's when insight is most likely to arise, when the emotion subsides. And Seattle says the question that Byron KT asked, you know, what would you be without the thought? It's, uh, it's very helpful, but Byron KT seems to have realized the implication of that very fully, but we haven't yet. In real life too, I get sucked back into the thought a lot. That's why the worrying thoughts keep me up at night. And so whenever, whenever you have emotions, Yara says, at that time, don't watch the thoughts. Only watch the feelings, the emotional feelings. Yeah. What are you, what are you fearing mostly? Yeah, it was being dark at the salon. Oh no, what's going to happen? Are you really afraid of the dark? Actually, no. Yesterday I checked, it wasn't, it wasn't so okay. It's not the dark. It was the story of what would happen. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's the story that we tell ourselves, yeah. What What if, yeah. Yeah. says all this is the work of the mind, right? All this stuff that, that the mind throws up. And it, it's from watching the stuff that the mind throws up that some understanding can arise about the nature of the mind. So, you know, we, we need to watch it. In the center, there was this person who said, you know, she's scared, keeps thinking about, well, you know, what if this ghost comes in the door and stuff like that. So, Seattle said, keep doing it. (laughs) Keep doing it. Scare yourself silly. You know, really just like, like keep expanding that story. And when the yogi did that, because the yogi did that, the yogi began to see that it's a construct of the mind. Then it wasn't scary anymore because it was clear that the mind was doing it. Yeah. When we see the truth, yeah. 
when we see the truth that is just an activity of the mind there is no um, substance to the story that is just what the mind is thinking says, then it loses its hold on us the reason we fear is because we are believing the thought we don't see the truth of what it is moha, moha, moha. and that's delusion yeah. Sarah says all these random thoughts are also because of delusion. But believing those random thoughts, that's a bigger delusion. Sarah was also checking judgment, uh, judgment of others, judgment of myself, comparing with others, wanting to be, that's a silly thought, wanting to be the top of the class. (laughs) (laughs) And then knowing that it's not necessary and checking its effect. And then after that, in the same, there was a wanting the insight to persist so that I don't judge anymore, but then it didn't happen. So I kept on, so I still judge, but knowing the judgment is there, then I played out the best case scenario, just let it judge. What's the best case if I compare with all these people, what would happen that they will think good of me, but they won't pay so much attention to me, I don't want so much attention. Or what's the worst case scenario, or everyone will not like it. So playing out worst case and best case, and then that was the, I guess, letting the mind run and seeing how silly it is. But there's still an expectation that the judgment will should stop. <laughs> but it doesn't. So this, how to follow on practicing with this about judgment. Uh, uh, Judgment, manabo, lurine, sekashina, kukuku, naboku countina, ho, tanema, tozon pitchina, damamalo, surat, dalere, the cattle in alere, piro damapian willare, ero sekale, hunale pida hao, pian swagine, meyao, ero seka, sinza chire, ke. เอ่อโกตันไทพิดอเลอะคาวซุมอ่ะบ่ผิดมั้ยอ๋อลูเรียโกอจ่ายมั้ยแต่แม่เอ่อกวาเลตลูเรียติ่งโกอคาซาเล
ไรตอดมาแท้อูล่ะสอไรตอดสุราโฮโลเตียบลูกาวเนรีบาริซิซาราโมจัสดีฮาดะบาวาดาเซ่ตุกมาอายูมาไรตอดอีสทอคกิ
there's one part of the mind telling the other part of the mind, do something, do something. So one part of the mind say, you should observe the heat. Then, then the other part of the mind say, you're stupid. It's so obvious already, the heat. Why should you observe the heat, right? And then, so, then another part said, do something else. <laughs> then immediately it go blank. The mind just stop, just go blank. Mm -hmm. And then I said, hang on, something wrong here. This is really, at that time, I don't know about my emotion. I don't know that I have aversion. Mm -hmm. I just don't know anything. Just, yes, just right. stop. And then, after one second or so, I think I think I don't know what kind of mind comes up. Said, okay, you just analyze the situation. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought maybe I'm a. I have this aversion to the heat. Yes. So should I be looking at the aversion? But but at that time, my awareness is not there. <laughs> so what, what, I'm a bit confused of the whole situation. Yeah, at that time what you need to observe is the aversion, not the heat. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, when you know there's aversion, watch aversion. Do something to aversion. And says, you said what to do because there's no awareness. And Siaro says, start being aware of the aversion. So when you're having all those reactions, the aversion is so strong, that's why the awareness was gone, right? The, the, the unwholesome mind has taken over. Yeah. Reaction is reaction. Yeah. Between sensation and reaction, reaction is always the more important uh, object to observe. And the funny thing about reactions is, you know, the more reactive we get towards the sensation that we're experiencing, the more difficult it is to experience the sensation. Right? It, it, the experience becomes more and more uh, unpleasant the more reaction we have. But if we didn't have a reaction, then those sensations, you know, like stickiness or heat or whatever, they just become ordinary. Yeah, they go back to their ordinariness. So in this case, after I sort of step back a little bit and analyze the situation, it seems that the the heat is gone. Mm. So whether it's hot or it's not hot, it's yeah, something to do with the mind. It's yes. not the actual right. body. Right. So you notice how the mind when the mind is different, when the mind changes, the experience of the sensation is different. The way we interpret the experience becomes different. That means we should not trust our sensation. So yes. always go back right. to the mind, right? It's maybe more the reaction that we shouldn't trust. You know, the reaction, reactions are just reactionary, right? They exaggerate. Um, yeah. Like, 
So it's the story the the reaction tells us about the the, the experience Seattle says. That's why Seattle says it's only when there's no more reaction then we watch the sensation. Right? When there is understanding as it is I don't then sensations are seen as it is for what they are, their nature. Without reaction, when there's no reaction. But when we have a reaction and we're trying to watch, Sierra says, then whatever we know is not real, yeah, not so sure. When we feel any discomfort, or don't try to want to get rid of it. <laughs> but it's, it's a habit. Like, I find out, regardless of what's the object, whether it's heat, whether it's coldness, uh, you just want to run, do something. The mind automatically tells you to do something. Get away. So, but the reaction automatically comes. Watch the reaction. We don't um, do something automatically, right? We're in the learning phase, right, in meditation. So we don't try to do something automatically. We watch, wait, observe, see what's going to happen. That's our job right now. So one more question. Uh, Seattle, you mentioned about anchor object. So if you pick a particular object, isn't it you're interfere, interfering with the mind processes because the mind supposed to just pick up its own object? If you assign like an anchor object? Wow. Binaintara. Anchor tara. Binaintara. Binaintara. So this this just depends on the person, right? What is suitable practice for not the person, for the mind at that time, right? Seattle says, and uh, an anchor is not unnatural because it's a natural object. It's already there. It's presenting itself to you. You can observe it. Um, the difference between um, being aware of whatever comes up and being aware of an anchor is sometimes the mindfulness is not strong enough to 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 remain aware of one object after the other, it tends to get lost in thought or lost in delusion. And for a mind that doesn't have that energy, yeah, when the mind doesn't is not in a skillful state, then the mind needs to be trained. And to train the mind, you use an anchor. It teaches the mind how to observe, to watch. And you use one because it's simpler. It's like kindergarten. And sometimes the mind gets in that state. You use it because it's necessary, 
right? The minds are not the same. People are not the same. In different times, your mind is not the same. Different times, you need to use something Some people, you can, like right away, complete greenhorn, and you can say, just know whatever is happening. And they just get it. And some people can't. Well, a lot of people can't. Like, yeah. So for those people, Seattle says, you give them something that they feel comfortable watching, right? And then they use that to ground themselves. And when they f- can feel the awareness that something is working, that something is knowing, then you let them open up and know other things as well. Um, sometimes I could notice that um, my thinking mind was thinking something very unwholesome thoughts, uh, greed, aversions. But I understand that we need to acknowledge instead of judge it. Yep. But if I do not judge it, how can I improve myself to be a better person? Seattle says that in nature, there is inherently, um, you know, what is considered unwholesome is because it has unwholesome results, right? What is considered wholesome is because it has wholesome results, beneficial results, right? That is in nature. In, in its uh, natural state of affairs, there, there is that inherent quality of it, right? But, Seattle says, when we are meditating, Seattle says, we, um, what we want to stay with is, and I use the word nature again, what we want to stay with is that this is impersonal. What we want to understand is, this, that, this, is that this is impersonal um, and not judge, not judge it yet. Uh, because, the other says, thinking that, for example, greed is not good is still our, um, our idea about it. It's not that we have experienced greed and its nature and realized that greed has unhealthy uh, consequences, right? And our, our objective is to understand greed for what it really is. So if you truly want to understand whether greed is harmful or not, you have to watch it impartially so that greed uh, reveals itself to you, right? Um, Seattle says, so before you truly understand for yourself, don't use the judgment of borrowed wisdom to say something is bad, right? You want to understand its true nature, which will eventually reveal itself, but to judge it now and think that it is bad, that's... You know, that's just, you don't know, really. 
any consideration for the other party. And when, oh, greed just stops. There's no movement forward. Um, so then I stopped because if I had moved on, um, I just knew it. I was really um, defiled in that greed. So this went on, um, and and it, it is not in this. Uh, it is not that I could not uh, engage because this is just the nature of the profession. So then I realized, ah, um, when. Uh, greed manifests and I could watch the nature of greed and how my body and, and my reactions and my thoughts move um, it became easeful and um, the other party where there was an expectation of greed on the other side there was no greed or, or, or seemingly no, no greed so I thought okay um, so am I correct that at that point of time in recognizing greed um, I looked at the bodily reactions and the action that I, I, I take. But I, what I tend to do is I then tend to go back and reflect. And um, I'm mindful not to do this because there's a lot of intellectualization when I reflect. But it does help. So my question is, um, um, at that point when, when I saw the nature of greed, should I call upon, no, I can't call upon, that's the wrong word, should I be mindful that there's awareness of greed? Because that only occurs to me when I reflect. There's wrong view. There's wrong view that I have now that when I reflect, I tend to reflect. And when I reflect, it's intellectual uh, delusion doing intellectual wisdom. So at this point of time, what, what um, I intend to do is just watch greed as it is. Um, but am I right to then look at the responses, the worldly responses? Can I, can I paraphrase what I think you said? So you've noticed that with the, when there's no sense of hurry, with the right amount of effort, momentum can come easily. And you use the practice in your work. And you notice that... Um, in the process of negotiation, greed is something that comes up. And you try to, and you notice greed when it comes up. Um, you make the intention, in fact, when you, before you go into a negotiation, to be aware of it. And in one of these interactions, when you noticed the greed, you, um, you noticed that the greed stopped the mind from being generous, from considering the other's point of view. And so then you said you stopped. And I'm not sure what you meant by stopped. And, and then I think you said then you continued to be aware of what you were feeling in the body and what you were feeling in the mind and the actions you were taking with the client because you have to continue to engage. And because you continued to be aware, you began to feel more at ease. And you noticed that in a negotiation deal, your expectation is for greed to be also on the other person's side. And then you notice that because you were more at ease, it also felt like there was no greed emanating from the other side. So almost like a reaction to, to your response that when you did not present greed, the person's response was also non-greed. That's what you noticed. And your question is, so you tend to think about this after the fact. Right? So after the fact, you, you thought back about this and you thought, this 
it looks like this was what was happening. And your question is, should you do that another time that you see greed? No, okay. My question is, when reflecting, am I then trying to do wisdom? Or should I... Gen- uh, okay, I, I got that bit, but you said something else about when you are in the situation, should you use the reflection? Okay, so when you're in the situation, my question is how do you, what do you mean by how do you plan to use the reflection? Or do you plan to do what you did in that first interaction where it's just being aware of yourself and letting things flow? I think I know the answer. Uh, You see, when reflecting, I assume... That, uh, and I know it's wrong view huh, that I should have been reflecting at that point of time but at that point of time I was just watching greed uh, yeah so so, um, so but this realisation occurs when I'm reflecting so is my reflecting injecting too much uh, intellectual okay to to cure to atomuma to tenek to to the detail um เอซิซิชิเดจูซามัวจัสไนซ์เวอะเชนยะลายะลายเอเชนยะลายเออตูตูอะลุกแท้มาตูแท้บรออืมอาทุกพอจูซาเดตูตะคาจ้ะรอต
in its subtle way, it gently shows us what to do. Yeah, this is how it should be. Yeah. Siado says when he first took over his father's business, uh, had to run it for his father. Uh, he was very greedy. He, he had lots of greed, Siado says, and it was very agitating. And then when, you know, when he... Uh, finally got to the time when he began to practice uh, very, very um, dedicatedly at home. He said he would notice this greed and he watched it over and over and over again. And he says when the greed started to wear off, he said that's when the business took off. You know, then everything started to work out really well, you know, because wisdom was operating. And he says, you know, um, whether we have greed or not, Sarah says, it's very apparent to everybody. You know, it's um, yeah, we all feel each other's vibrations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so same frequency. <laughs> he didn't use the word vibration. <laughs> yeah. I always paraphrase, right? <laughs> but you know what I mean, yeah. Vibration, vibration, Siada, I want to in, um, um, share two different experiences. Um, yesterday afternoon after lunch, um, I wanted to do the good yogi thing, which is to do walking. <laughs> but um, it actually brought up, a, the mind was actually very agitated by the heat. And the more you walked, the more agitated it became. Um, that is when... <laughs> no place was good for walking no place was good for walking because the mind was so highly agitated the one thing is that the 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 reaction was so strong that um, the mind started thinking and manipulating or finding ways to get away from the heat um, but of course that didn't work uh, but recognizing that the defilement uh, um, dosa has already come up and also um, observing that this one thing was there um, actually stopped. I stopped walking and I just st stood there and just observed this. Uh, the mind just observed this this um, aversion and this wanting to, to, to get something, wanting this craving and so on. And it stopped. Uh, but once the, the walking stopped and the mind is seen for what it is, um, it was actually, don't feel so hot after that. Then, but continue the walking, ah, the defilement started again. <laughs> it says, I don't like it. La, and so the dislike is there again. Then that's when I noticed the next step to it was doubt in the practice. Like, this awareness is wrong. I can't be aware. Uh, there's a lot of talking in the mind. It's like, this is not really walking. It was more uh, a whole judgment episode. So again, stopped. And um, then, then I just didn't want to... Uh, the mind just didn't uh, think it was wise anymore to continue walking. Um, yeah. So when noticing that it is fully defiled, stopping works that's one question 
would like can't do anything else already. There's no right view or right wisdom is very small. So stopping it and just do other things means I went back to sleep. Stopping the activity, you mean? So, ปูราวชาวมุจโจซาราบลูมาชาวโนเมียบาอูเรอ่าหนาวหนาวซ้อนตูมะขันนายโลยัดเตยัดปรอตูดีชุ่มนี่ดาวชุ่มดอชุ่
So the whole sitting itself um, was rather um, clear, alertful. The mind is alertful. Um, ดีเนตไทโนจาลาบีโนจาลอเอ่อมะเนคเรอะเนี่ยปาเรโลติเดเดสิกะทะเสียสิดาทามเลยโลเสียเสียลงเมซุรอละไทโนจีเดเดไอ
ชาวตะลาเนาะเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ่อเอ
right? So when awareness and wisdom is strong, these things are understood, they're known. Um, and then when you don't notice delusion come in, then awareness and wisdom lose their place, right? Delusion covers our clear seeing, right? And then we can get lost in whatever's happening. Uh, Yes, today somebody asked about why she has glimpses of the fact that that there is no eye. Clear glimpses that, you know, and especially when sitting, but when no longer sitting, the eye is solid again, you know, very, very much there. And she asked why, and Siyadu says, because the mind has stopped practicing, the mind has stopped being aware. So the wisdom's door has been closed, you know, so yeah, it, yeah. So it shows that we can't stop practicing. He says, because we keep turning it off. <laughs> he said we turn it on, but then we turn it off again. For you to keep consistently <laughs> throughout the whole day to be aware, yeah. That's another, yes. Uh, Sayadaw, um, the mind starts to be able to notice a lot of wrong idea about the practicing, a lot of wrong view about the practicing, a, a lot, a lot of wrong idea about the practicing. He says, Knowing that wrong is wrong is right. <laughs> and, and now more, it feels more like release, relieved that the way to practice is just to... I feel s- wrong, Peter. Huh? Wrong means wanting to control why, or why wanting to no, change. Why? why? It why? should be this or that. That the kind of idea it has to be this or that. So why did the mind have those wrong ideas? Because it, it wanted it a certain way, or it was, it, it thought that that should be the way. The base motivation is craving. Craving brings up all this desire to control, desire to have a th- certain way, certain result. Seattle says it's human nature. When we set out to do something, um, we want to achieve a result. And then we put in energy. And because of the mot- wrong motivation, it becomes... The whole life. Yeah, our whole life energy. is full of this. Be careful about your put in energy. Be careful when we put in energy, like what is motivating that energy. It feels more natural now to really just be with the awareness and whatever object that arises, just notice. It feels more natural to, to be this way and more relieving. Less desire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the more we understand, the more relieving it feels, the more natural it feels. Zado, I'm beginning to realize that I actually have a lot of stupid minds. <laughs> Throughout these uh, two and a half days, uh, the, that mind keep on coming up. So much so that I realized there were a lot of moments where I don't know what to do. Huh? That, like, what to do? What to do? There's, oh, there's, oh. Don't know what to do, you know? Yeah. Just recognize, don't know what to do. <laughs> Just recognize, don't know what to do. Do you change your I think I'm do that. Acknowledge. Very simple. Very simple. Easier, simplest. 
วิปัสสนาไอเราอยู่หรืออะไรเชียงแค่นี้ I don't know how to do. <laughs> But there was no wisdom to see that, so it tried to do. Uh, by doing what it thinks. By doing what I do thought is yes, <laughs> like reading the book. But it, it just know that it, you know, it just know that it's it's not natural. Uh, of all the activities, I realized that taking shower give me uh, more joy. I cannot be taking shower all the time. <laughs> 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 Firstly, is shed that bathroom is shed. So there's the thinking about oh, what is other people cannot be spending so much time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as as I reflect, uh, why is this stupid mind coming up all the time? Don't know what to do. Mind coming all the time. That's because uh, when I first arrived, I, I was a little bit uh, shell shocked with with the the yes, it, it didn't prepare itself well. Uh, I, I have the first taste of um, this, this. Don't know what to do. Was when I was shown the first room. Actually, I look at the room. I mean, it was dusty, and you know, the. It was only when I saw my roommate uh, taking, take, taking out a piece of paper to wipe off the dust and what. Then only I read. Oh, I have to do something. It's, I, I just stared at it. You know, <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I have allowed that to to sort of influence the mind, you know. Yeah. How, how, how do I? It's getting better, but how do I like you know, pick up? Yeah, put in wisdom and awareness into it. Yeah. Recognize that this is happening. Okay. Yeah. Can I ask about um, what is this resultant consciousness? Can Sayadaw say something about that? What is vipakachita? Can we actually observe this consciousness, or are we too slow? <laughs> Every movement. movement. 
every moment is resultant consciousness. What if, let's say, if I were to see something and um, immediately aversion arise, isn't that if that aversion is? Yes. So let's say if I to see something, okay, okay, something unpleasant, aversion comes up, okay. So is that aversion a resultant consciousness? Yeah, because of wrong thought, this is the resultant consciousness. Because uh, what I understand is vipaka, we can't change because it's result. Is you it? can't change what. It's already so everything that comes up is vipaka that we cannot change. What if... But in the present moment, you've seen this vipaka, your choice about how to respond to it with awareness or, you know, that, that's um, the present karma action. Not karma as in vipaka, not karma as in like a fate. Your present action is what you choose to. You can choose what to do with it. Do you continue to remain deluded and more no more automatic reactions, or do you choose to become aware? That's the mm-hmm. action you take in the mm-hmm. present moment. Because I was just looking when this same situation. If at that time there's awareness and wisdom, the perception is totally different. I mean, aversion don't comes up at that time. Because in the present moment there's awareness and wisdom. So that action determines whether aversion will arise or not. Right thought, no aversion. That means to say this vipaka is actually not fixed, depending on my my presence at this moment is it yes your present karma also affects the resultant karma that also will affect the because i've always thought that everything is fixed you know past karma that comes out is an effect i can't change that effect true yeah yeah, you can only ch- yeah you can only change in the present moment. The res- you know the because I'm curious is is everything that's past uh, you cannot yeah, change is, anymore. Right? Is all the things that I perceive vipaka? Mm. What, what I perceive Yes, that is vipaka. Yes. Whether you see something pleasant, good, they call it itaramana and itaramana. That means you know to say vipaka actually is not like. Like, for example, there's a certain situation that comes up. If that mind is at that moment having wrong view, aversion comes up straight away. So my perception of aversion is there. Mm-hmm. But if at that moment that this thing comes up and there's awareness and wisdom, there is totally no aversion. Mm. So that means to say my vipaka at that time is equanimous. There's no aversion. Regardless of the situation, vipaka can be different, is it? 
Okay, I'm not sure we're using the technical words correctly, but um ตะดีหยันชื่อเลยเอ่อตะดีหยันไม่ใช่ซอยหมอหันเนี่ยรอบผิดเด้อไอ้รอตะดีอเฉิงเนี่ยมาอุมาปั้นเนี่ยเนี
like Seattle yeah, says always when we do wholesome things the motivation tends to be mixed there is not, not motivation motivation might be pure but the, the actions might be unskillful there might be greed and aversion comes into it although we want to achieve something wholesome the unskillful nature of the mind can can make some of it unskillful so that's why it feels mixed you know and then wisdom needs to come in to see clearly all the unwholesome bits of it but you know it's good to see it every time when you recognize the unwholesome that is there and what the unwholesome is, Siyadu says, that's when you have a chance to clear it. Right? So it's good to recognize. It's like a simple thing happened and the discussion didn't go well and it checks the mind that, oh, it wasn't judging and it was accepting. And I just noticed at the background of the mind there is a little unease, which is my... I call checkpoint. Ah. So he checked, 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 but he couldn't find anything else. But he knows there's an unease. So. To what? Lutiao ne, Swainui ne, Swainui da. They they do asit ma piu da me to 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 dihau belulu le tu biro. They ma yeah to piu seka judgment seka judgment ma lau lekhan ne. So this is how we have to see it, Seattle says. You know, we the checkpoint is our way of noticing that what the mind is presenting to us um, is may not be the full picture, right? Um, and yeah, and you have the map. Seattle says you know that this is an indication of where it's heading, and you continue until, like you said, it's unveiled. Just surprised that it got tricked so many times. <laughs> yes, he said we definitely got a kana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Seattle says it's just a sign, you know. We we still getting tricked means that there's, there's still not enough um, wisdom. Seattle says not just you, he gets tricked all the time too. <laughs> yeah, one time he got depressed, he had to go to Memeo and stuff like that, you know, go for a retreat and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> when Seattle Seattle passed away, and then the center was becoming so full, like two, three hundred yogis at a time. He he got seriously um, heavy-hearted, and and um, and then you know he went on, on a trip around Burma, went to see other Seattle's and all that, and you know just just refresh the mind, take it out of the situation. Yeah, can happen. We can't win it all yet. Not there yet. Not easy to purify the mind, Seattle says. <laughs> but if it's 10% unwholesome, 90% unwholesome, we still got... No. 90% wholesome. Oh! No, no. Seattle says if we got 10% wholesome, we are doing a good job. <laughs> okay. 90% come up here now. I'm not going to 90%. <laughs>
Our mind is habitual. Our actions also habitual. We are moving around more or less like mechanically in a <laughs> reaction, reactive. Uh, so all these points then. to all these points to unmindfulness, correct? the uh, no, 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 un, un, unwisdomness. <laughs> so there's unmindful. So um, but I, from my observation, I believe sometimes this unmindfulness actually uh, not say beneficial but it, it's helpful in our daily life in what way in no, what no, no, way no, no, it, get, it gets things done uh, without thinking about efficiently, efficiently. no Sierra says he has never seen any instance of doing anything really well without awareness and wisdom and I, I, I think the, the, the emphasis is wisdom, yeah? Because efficiency is the function of wisdom. That's what the word efficiency is what efficiency is what efficiency ตะเนญญาโนชิเดลอจิกาโนชิเดยาโนชิเดอะเลจองจูติดาบะเนี่ยยาอ่าโลกิญญาโนพอยาอีคอลิตอืมมันเดนวิสดัมบะเอสวิ
Yeah, it will go into your ears or something. <laughs> you know, so... No, that's, that's, that's not what I mean. That, for example, let's say driving. Driving from A to B, right? Yeah. Sometimes you could actually drive. Yes. And get there... Automatically. Automatically. Without really realizing... Something come in front of you, you can react. That's because it's a habit. It's a habit. It's the mind's habit. Yes. And because there has been practice, the mind is trained. Right? But when it was practicing, it was practicing with awareness. Like playing ping pong. Every day you play. Every day you... At first you're very careful about your moves. You, you, you... Every day... Every, every day you notice how you play and then the mind learns which are the most skillful moves when and so on. Yeah. When you play at the speed of champions, there's no time for the conscious mind to decide how to play, but the unconscious mind has become expert. Subconscious mind, not unconscious. Yeah, so the, the, the wisdom, the, the skillfulness, because skillfulness is wisdom, right? The skillfulness has gone into the subconscious, right? You, so all these mundane wisdoms are also wisdom. Please don't write them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, understanding how something can be achieved, that's wisdom. How to do something efficiently, how to do it faster, all that is wisdom. Siaro says his teacher always says the British came in and ruled Burma for so long because of their uh, of their superior wisdom. They had weapons, they knew how to use them, they knew strategy, they knew psychology, all these things, you know. <laughs> okay, about this habit one, I'm I'm worried about one thing is it has creeped into the formal sitting. The habit they are good. Tiny hair will not be like when you when you go to sit right. There's almost a habit. Tiny. Uh, how you shift your body, where you put your hand, uh. the steps you're going in. Uh. It starts to get into a habit. To the point that I think, <laughs> of recent the the habit takes hold, and there are times when I think I have gone to sleep. And I could still be sitting upright without oh. no and, and time bro to oh a chin bawabi tina di di low and etana tie bonza a mia pianiro the cali tila mashiro. Luapo man tiny red but do not do eight pionima matilda to be to batiman come matiro era di lo a chin pitarabo ho lonely jab and lonely to get sick apply apply melodo yeah so at this point there is no wisdom right there's no wisdom in the way you're sitting there's no application of energy or awareness or wisdom yeah so says apply take an interest in when the mind does that Try to find out for break yourself. The, break the habit. You must want to know what is happening when you're sitting. What is happening when you're sitting, so that you, you know, yeah, it will, it will wake itself up. Yeah, at the very least, you know, Siara says we should discover for ourselves what is the benefit of being aware. Why are we meditating so much? What's the point? 
we should know this for ourselves through our own experience that we feel that there is a tangible benefit to having awareness. And we can only know that if we do that and it, with enough energy. Yeah, so doing something blindly without really thinking about it, without really applying ourselves to it, um, without having a point, you know, is also not very good, Sierra says. Why are we doing it? What is the benefit of it? We need to explore through the practice. Everything that we do, everything that we do, Sierra says, we need to know in, inside ourselves, internally. Um, experientially why we are doing it. it that motivation to do it must come from inside not because it sounds like it's a good idea because Seattle has a great experience or because everybody else is doing it but because we feel from our own practice that it has made a difference why do we uh, make money why do we try to earn money in, our, in this world we know very well, because experientially, when we don't have money, it's a difficult world to live in, right? Yes. Follow up with the Vipaka question. So, like, these days, a lot of people get cancer or some kind of sickness. So, whether or not it's because of... Some people think that it's fate, something you did in your past lives. So actually, it's sickness is sickness. It's here now, right? Whether it's karma from past life or what you did in this life. So the difference is that either you be happy, happily sick, or you're unhappily sick, right? So you can't do anything about the sickness, but just... ပြောရဲ့ဥပမာဝိပဝိပတ်ကြောင်းပြောရဲ့ကန်းချိုးပေးလို့ပြောရဲ့တဲ့ဒါမဲ့ဟိုဒီအချိန်မှာဟုတ